What's in the queue? 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 What happened to your notebook? Well, so I didn't anticipate my quality of downtime that I was oh, going sure. to have. Good point. But I did mean to bring it in case. And okay. I still left it. I mean, so you know, road to like, hell plays with good intentions. You know, yeah. A, a art girl who keeps random doodle pads everywhere. Bless her heart. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> oh. Yes. I was like, ooh, I got something in my bag. That'll work. Thank you. Yeah. Do, does she want it back? When No, it's me. Oh. No, it's me. It's me. I'm You're the, the random doodle girl. Yeah. I thought you just had like a coworker that really spotted you on this one. No. Nope. I spotted myself. At a girl. How do you like this one? It is so pineapple-y. Right? Mm. Mm. You know, I took out, I took out those earrings and my bangles and stuff like that, so they wouldn't make noise. And I'm over here going, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> still just gonna make random noises. Hi, Um, I'm amazing today. Yeah, I climbed a rope. I saw. I didn't just like get a little bit up on the rope. No, I yeah. climbed my ass all the way up to the rafters. I don't know, 15 feet? Yeah. Maybe 20 feet? I don't know how tall the, the roof is in it's the studio. It's up there. But, I mean, it's like it's like a yoga studio, so it's like a, you know, it's a tall ceiling. Yeah. I climbed my ass all the way up there. I was watching. I was like, oh, 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 And then when I got up to the top, I, of course, had to make a funny face at the camera, because I can't not. I can't be serious when I do things. God forbid I'm serious. So. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm very proud of had I had two goals this month at the aerial circus class i wanted to climb to the top of the rope yeah check check and i wanted to do i wanted to do get this thing called a foot lockdown where you like wrap a a silk or a rope around your foot in a certain way so that you can just like stand in the air and i got it i had two goals for the month and i got them so So took me all month to get them yeah but i got them hey that's all right. And and today's workout was one of those workouts where, like, you go in feeling really, really shitty. Yeah. Like, you just kind of had a blah week and yeah. you just feel like crap and then you just sweat it all out and you yes. walk out like, yes, I'm amazing. I can do anything. Plus, I got to do a really cool move in D&D today and I can't believe it worked and it was awesome. And there we alert, go. Alert, alert, <laughs> alert. I know, sorry. <laughs> you had me and then you lost uh, me. But see, I'm, I'm super strong. And then... I did a cool thing, and then <laughs> the cool thing wasn't actually real because it's in a fictional universe. It's but it's fun. It's fun. Fun. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. How you doing? I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm I'm doing real good. Yeah. You seem real chill. Yeah. I I this morning I was like, hey, you know, let's let's pull some weeds and stuff, mm. and then I was like. No. It's abnormally muggy out. Yeah. Let's not What was do it, like, that. 97% humidity today? It was awful. Like, it was like soup. My front yard is now a uh, water birthing class for yes. mosquitoes. Yes. Um, we got a section in the backyard like that. Wow. Yeah. I have a moat. Yeah. I mean, you're well defended. Yeah. <laughs> They can't Don't attack. make it past that inch of water. Don't attack Krishana's house because <laughs> you're going to get wet shoes. Yeah. And, and you're going to get West Nile. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! slow death attack. for you. <laughs> I went to a concert. I saw that snap of that dude dancing. <laughs> it was better. It was better. It was a real life example of that Dave Chappelle skit about white people dancing yes. to Every Rose Has Its Thorn. It yes. was it was a live action version of that skit. I'm only sad I missed the first couple seconds like trying to get my phone sure, because sure. he was like bent over like smacking his own butt and I was like, Oh, I gotta get this. So if you wanna see his dancing, you can follow me on the Instagram. Yeah. I don't know what my name is. But there it is. I can look it up for I you mean, while you describe the concert that you went to. Um, I went to Jason Mraz. Hell yeah. Uh, it was uh, part two of a two concert series for my birthday. I went Hell to yeah. Jack Johnson uh, earlier this summer, and then I went to the Mraz. You are at Krishana808. Oh, hey, that's my Instagram. She, she uh, puts, the, puts the, the beat in your heart. Yeah. 
Yep. That's what I do. Yep. Oh, I mean, or it's for Hawaii, but whatever. That's right. <laughs> um, and so we, we, we park, you know, by the venue, mm-hmm. but we need to eat. So it's advisable. we advice. go on a little walkabout. Um, one of the friends pulled up, you know, random place. To, let's go there. Okay. Let's go there. Sure. Um, I am not an adventurous eater. Nope. Um, chicken tenders. Th- <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> because that's exactly what they said to me when we got to this restaurant. There's no chicken fingers here for you. And I was like, I know. There was a lot of things I didn't know what it was. Okay. Um, the the waiter, um, I think his his actual name was Brandon, but at first one of the other girls thought it was John. So then from then on, everything I was like, thank you, John. <laughs> That's just, fine. Just for myself. If but you anyways, leave a big enough tip, it really doesn't matter. He uh, gave us water from uh, a cold bottle. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't you know a pitcher like or you yeah know. yeah. It was very fancy, uh-huh. um, and they made me get booze. They ma- made you? Yes. Just twisted that Yes. Arm. I mean, this this is the only drinking I do is with you in the closet. Seriously? Oh my I god, I feel so special. I don't drink. Oh, I do. I used to. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, you know, everybody gets drinks, and then they're like, here, try mine, try mine, and I'm like, oh, I'm dying. So then we were joking about we got um, biscuits. It was the appetizer that was highly recommended. Okay. $7. Okay. Is this like the American definition of biscuits or is this the English definition of biscuits of little cookies? No. They're American. Okay. They're biscuits. American. Okay. Um, highly recommended to get these biscuits. Okay. Um, two biscuits for $7. Were they the size of your head? No. They was were each normal... biscuit the size of your boob? No. Unacceptable. They were like normal, like a red lobster biscuit. No, like like a breakfast biscuit, like a biscuit. I'm sorry, what? They were good, but they were not seven dollars worth, right? So we were kind of making the joke about me putting them in my bra and just taking them to the concert so I could have a little snack, right? So ha 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 ha, so funny. I get a burger. Because okay. I knew what it was, and okay. it, I could read all the things that were on it, and I knew what they were, so I was like, burger. Then we got these meatballs. Amazing. Could have just ate the meatballs. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Could you have put the meatballs in your shirt to take to the concert later? Well, <laughs> with my burgers came french fries. Hell yeah. <laughs> I did proceed to sneak french fries into my <laughs> bra with only one other friend noticing and nobody else in the restaurant noticing. I saved up this joke inside my bra uh-huh. for like a solid, I don't know, hour and a half. I, I mean, have staying, fries. They're staying warm in my boobs. Okay. So okay, this is the joy of actually having boobs. Being part yes. of the itty bitty titty committee, yes. I don't have that option. Yes. Well, I made the joke that actually I, you know, I'm an a cup. You know, this is all just I got <laughs> just shit food shoved pens. in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I carry a purse. Notebooks. Yes. <laughs> I, what you need, I got it. Uh, so I waited for the opportune moment to ask my friend if she was hungry. Yeah. Reached out. <laughs> ate the french fries out of my boobs. And they took pictures of it. And it's on the internet now. Yep. Forever. Forever. And I was like. And ever. Thanks, ever. guys. But it's pretty freaking I mean, that, uh, it, okay. For. Things that could be on the internet forever. Yeah. French fries in your tits is not that bad. Yeah. Um, I have to give one quick shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Ah. So on our way home, we're like a half hour from home. Okay. Driving along, driving along. Semi on our right. Sure. Construction on our left. Natch. We... See barrels going off, you know, to the I know right. The exact spot you're talking about. Um, thinking it was just a double lane, mm-hmm. like no. move over. Nope. No. No, because yeah. So, shout out to my homegirl Heather. Um, I really, 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 really don't know how we did not die. Like, 
it was incredible. Her breaking and keeping her shit together. There, our friend was in the back sleeping, so she got awoken to tires screeching and us screaming bloody murder because the, the semi's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the barrels are. I'm like, ah. okay, and okay to explain this just a little bit because I think I know the exact spot you're talking about. Um, one uh, of the two lanes that are going northbound, one lane continues straight. The left-hand lane goes into oh. the southbound lane. It goes away. It goes away over into to the southbound lane. Is that what it does? Yes. Because we're if, like, we didn't see a sign. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And we were when like. When it's dark. Um, so I, because I know, because I did something very similar coming back from my grandma's 90th ah, birthday party. Ah. Where I also thought two lanes were going to veer off over into the shoulder. No, no. One of the lanes goes into the southbound lane. So you have two southbound lanes, one driving on the shoulder. You have one northbound lane all on the same side of the median. Yes. And then you have one northbound lane. It's confusing. But hashtag Indiana construction, that's just how we do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could have licked that semi. Uh-huh. Like. Uh, Boop. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. She kept going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, 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 no. You saved my life. Yeah. Yeah. She's got her shit together. She's cool. She does. <laughs> so, I almost died, but I didn't, and now I'm invincible. Obviously. Obvi- obviously. So, I'm going to start doing reckless things. Hell yeah. Do it. Do you want to put some medical devices in? Is that a little too reckless? Well, I'm... Hey, who knows if they've left things inside from previous surgeries. It's fine. Um... Let's talk about this mother trucking documentary. This is What's in the Queue? With Christian and Emily. That's us. And we are going to talk about a doozy tonight. It's a doozy. Doozy do. It's it's a, it's a thick doc. And when I say thick, I mean like T-H-I-C-C. Like, <laughs> there is a lot in this documentary. It's P-H-A-T. Yeah. 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 Pretty haunting and, and terrifying. Especially for one who visits the medical field on the regular. Extensively, yeah. Uh, we're watching The Bleeding Edge. Yeah. Uh, so, an eye-opening look at the fast-growing medical device industry. It reveals how the rush to innovate can lead to devastating consequences for patients. Boy, howdy does it. Yeah. Um. So... There's a lot of people in here. Um, I, don't, um, I don't know if you can see this. I wrote down all of the talking heads. Wow. But not near what they said. Uh, it's a, I have like an entire page worth of notes of talking heads in addition to the actual people that the documentary is profiling. Yeah. And I, I, I wrote down like four people. Like I wrote down four people's sure. story because they were the, the most. There are some main characters. Yeah. 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 Um, so, it's basically, we're talking about how all these medical devices, the process or lack thereof, that they go through to be approved by the FDA and then get put into your body, and how these companies lie and don't care what happens to you because money, money, money. Well, and a quick caveat, this entire documentary profiles the American uh, medical system. Yeah. Uh, Europe, you guys are doing great. Good Canada, job. you guys are doing great. Canada, love you. Uh, you know, South America, mm-hmm. uh, the continent of Africa, the country of Australia, Asia. I'm not sure about you guys. Yeah, they didn't really talk about you guys. But uh, the United States medical system is in shambles right now. Yeah. I don't understand how we get anything done, to be honest. Because there's all the money in Washington. Mm. That's like the thing. The, ah, that is, that's that. I really liked the jerk off motion that you just did right there to suggest that money is just getting yanked all over the place. Yeah, it's just all over the face of George Washington. <sighs> Pearl necklaces. Okay, so over the past ten years, seventy million Americans have been implanted with medical devices. This is according to author Jean Lunzer in her book The Danger Within Us. Mm-hmm. Um, this documentary has. Uh, what is it? One, two, three. Three major 
medical problems mm-hmm. that uh, people experience because of the medical devices implanted into them. Um, we have a group of women who used Assure, a, uh, a permanent birth control solution where a uh, tiny little piece of metal is, impla- is, uh, is placed in the fallopian tube, which is supposed to cause scar tissue, which is supposed to close the fallopian tube so you don't get pregnant. That's all in theory. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got one guy um, who had a cobalt hip replacement, basically a metal-on-metal hip replacement that, oh, I don't know, uh, melted the inside of his hip and gave him... Uh, and his brain. And his brain gave him go- cobalt poisoning. Um, and then we have the one that I almost threw up watching, the uh, vaginal mesh... Uh, yeah. In, in, pla- in placement, vaginal, vaginal mesh, basically basically a mesh that is inserted uh, t- uh, near the uh, bladder and the, the uterus in order to kind of lift up on organs that can sometimes sag after childbirth. Um, we're both moms. I, yeah. I know I pee when I laugh. Yeah. I pee if I run yeah, too hard. Yeah, basically it's like after you have kids, your bladder sucks. Yeah. Um, and so, like, pee just comes out sometimes. It just happens. It's whatever. Um, and so that's one of the yeah. tools and the... To fix it. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, let's go through each, um, each medical device separately. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, let's talk about how the FDA works. <laughs> or of. doesn't. Or doesn't. Um, so basically, the FDA regulates nearly everything that comes in contact with the body. Mm-hmm. That's what they're supposed to do. They're, they're literally the Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Um, so you have to go through, you know, typically speaking, this is the idea. You mm-hmm. go, hey, I got this thing. Um, and it's going to do this thing. They're like. Cool, 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 cool. Did you try it out in people? Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay, so now we need to see all your scientific studies. Here's you my know, papers. Is this stuff safe to put inside the body? Oh, safe. Uh, are anybody, is anybody having any reactions? Nope. Well, you know, like 1%. But like one. Okay, yeah. so our doctors and our scientists are going to go through all of this stuff again, mm-hmm. and we're going to make sure it's actually safe before we allow hospitals and doctors to put this in people's bodies. This is called the pre-market approval. This was the standard. This was when the FDA was established in, I believe they said the 60s, mm-hmm. um, basically you had to go through this rigorous procedure to get your device onto the market. Right. This was supposed to be the standard. Yeah. A loophole, yeah, of course, was created in the 80s because innovation, innovation, innovation. Medical devices were being updated every six months to a year. Right. And Gosh, it's just so expensive to do all that human testing and get all the paperwork and just get all this work. I mean, it's literally, it's the same thing. We just tweaked it. Yeah. It's the same thing. We just tweaked it. So they came up with the 510K process. Mm -hmm. All you have to say is my device is substantially equivalent, quote, substantially equivalent to a previously approved device. Cool. Good to go. Put it on the market. Even if that original device has been since taken off the market because it is doing harm to people, they can still use that device to say, hey, our device is like this, but more better. And they're like, hey. God, it's so frustrating. Um, basically, currently 98% of medical devices that come into the market go through the 510K process. And the more freaky thing about this is I'm sure this is the standard for a lot of other things that go into our bodies. The same 510k approval process. Oh, no. That's the thing. Because later on in the documentary, they talk about the approval process for for drugs and for medication. They have to have more than one human test. Yeah. And they have to have more substantial data. You also have to present your findings a couple different times, like, and you have to have a longer study time. Yeah. It's just with medical devices, it, it's like, yeah, it's cool. It's insane. 
It's insane. Yeah. Um. So first up, we're gonna talk about the Esher device. Yes. Um, we're gonna talk about a couple of ladies. Um, Angie Fermanino. Fermanino. Yep. Cut that out. <laughs> and cut out the part where I say cut that out. No, it's all staying in. <laughs> I'm not reading any more names. All okay. right. I can't read good. Um, but you talk real pretty. <laughs> she got a pretty number. So Angie has a, a, a blended family. Um, she met her husband like in such a fun, cute way. Like such a cute little story about them. Um, they each had children from their previous uh, marriages. Um, they decided in 2009 to have a child together. Um, and she was already like 37. So she was like, one, we're, you know, we're good. We're done. Um, so goes to her doctor and doctor's like, oh, you got to try this new permanent birth control. It's a sterilization that we can do right here in the office. Yeah, no, no nips, no tucks, no cuts, nothing. No, yeah. no rubber guts. Um, mm, we'll get to rubber guts so, later. <laughs> so, like we said before, the Esher device um, is a four centimeter coil that goes inside your tubes, um, and it is designed to make your body react to it. So then you create scar tissue, which is supposed to prevent sperm and egg from meeting. In theory, it it okay as a non medical professional. In theory, it sounds dumb as fuck to me. Putting something metal in your body. Yeah. It sounds like a bad idea. Like, no. Yeah. But Especially again, something non, that's supposed to cause a reaction inside your body. It's supposed to cause scar tissue. Like, scar tissue is not good. Scar tissue is what happens in your body when shit is fucked up. <laughs> scar tissue makes more fucked up things happen. And I'm not even a doctor. Right. Anyhow, whatever. Um, so, it's supposed to be 99.99% effective. Depends on who you ask. So, she gets it done. Right away, you know, um, she was feeling sick. She was bleeding. She was having fever. She started having sharp pain. Um, so she went into the doctor. Doctor did an ultrasound and said, oh, looks like you got one in your uterus. Oh, yeah, it just whoopsie. like popped out of her fallopian tube. Uh, we'll go ahead and take care of that. I'm going to tug on it a bunch. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, it snapped. Here's the thing. The doctor said everything went fine. Yep. Um, but she still was starting to feel really, really bad. Um, so she went into the ER with her husband and while she's waiting in the ER, she just starts pouring blood out of her body, huge clots, like dying. Chunks of blood. Yeah. And, And blood's not supposed to be chunky. No, no. Um, so she ended up having, uh, some surgeries. Okay. So. She is. She has said that she's had a headache since 2011. Yeah. Um, she has inflammation from her cervical spine. Um, and she has had a lumbar punctured spinal tap, uh, tubal ligation, a hysterectomy, two surgeries after that, a vaginal cuss surgery, three joint surgeries. She's had a severe autoimmune response. Um, she can barely do anything. Yeah, no, she's not functioning. Why? Because when that doctor pulled that thing out, he didn't actually pull it out. He, it broke into a million freaking pieces all up inside her body. And when you have a million little pieces of metal in the body, the body rejects it. Yeah. And tries no. to attack the little metal, which then makes you sick. Yes. Um, Anna, you want to talk about Anna Fuentes? Sure, sure. sure okay, so sure. Anna Fuentes is another uh, another woman who got Esher. Um, very similar situation where mm-hmm. she had four daughters with her husband. They decided it was time. Let's put in Esher. Immediately, again, abdominal cramps, significant bleeding, fevers. The doctor told her, well, you're Hispanic and Latino women often have menstrual problems. So obviously it's just that. Oh my fucking god. I would have lost my mind. Because she's like, doctor, I have been Latina all my life. Yeah. And I had fine, like, I had normal menstruation for my entire life. I put this device in me, and now my body's not working. Right. (sighs) So much so, I mean, three years in and out of the hospital, 
um, nonstop bleeding. Um, her marriage fell apart from this. Yeah, her husband left her. Um, she can't work. Um, and, and as this documentary progresses, we unfortunately see the sad progression of Anna's life. Um, she, at one point, you know, she's doing a car wash with her kids to try and raise money so they can stay at a hotel for a night. Just, ugh. And, um, unfortunately, the, at uh, the last with Anna, um, she had to leave her daughters with a church affiliated foster family, um, because she still is not getting any help. Um, and that is so awful. Again, the American medical system is so fucked up. She is sick. She can't have a job because she's sick. Disability takes too long. Yeah. How the fuck is she... Like, she can't have a job, but she can't get disability money. But, like... What, I mean, she uh, can't get a place because she needs to have a job in order to, for them to give her a place. And it, it's, so, it's so frustrating. On a slightly happier note, um, uh, Angie... Yeah went into advocate mode. Yes. Um, created a Facebook group, ended up getting like 35,000 people yeah. in this Facebook across group. Across the globe. Across, yeah, across the world had, uh, you know, different subgroups for different countries, different subgroups for different um, problems that Esher brought up, like autoimmune uh, diseases, uh, miscarriages, which Babies. You're, you're fucking putting a permanent birth control in and all of a sudden you're pregnant. Your shit's not working. Right. Oh, shit, the hat got turned backwards. Krishana is serious now. <laughs> I mean, there's a Facebook group for women who have had this device that have had babies. Yeah. And then the babies have all kinds of health issues because of this crap inside of their body. So, first of all, they had babies they weren't planning on having. Um, let's talk about the 800 failed pregnancies associated with Esher. Yes. Uh, again, you're not supposed to be pregnant. Yeah, that's seven... Seven times more than with a tubal mishap. Oh yeah, if you if you get a tubal tubal ligation, you cut out a tube and an ovary. Yeah, you're you're not gonna get pregnant. Yeah. Basically, right. if they do it right. If they do it right, <laughs> and that's the caveat for every medical device. Yeah. Uh, that like there's the uh, Angie and her fellow advocates. They go to a gynecological convention. And all the doctors that they talk to are like, well, if it's done right, it's not a problem. No. They literally had this, I'm going to air quote so hard, doctor that was like, that's not right. That's not true. You guys are li-. basically that they were liars and, you know, you just pull it you, out. And you're not, you're not a doctor. You don't yeah. understand. Which, okay, I realize that medical professionals have gone to school for several several years yes. to gain proficiency in a subject. Yes. I just think I applaud you. Absolutely. We need you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I know my body. Right. You know your body. Right. And you can tell the difference between somebody who's like searching, you know, for painkillers or whatever yeah. versus somebody like the proof is there. Yeah. You know, um, and what some of the, um, professionals were talking about is doctors don't research the, the device really. Well, no, the, the, FDA, the FDA's already done that the for FDA's them. The FDA's done it for them. They're banking on that. They're doing their job and they're getting sold on the device just oh, as they're going sold. to sell us on it. Literally right. sold. In some cases, there was they had one sales rep guy who chose to remain anonymous. Yes. Don't blame you, fine. He had a doctor tell him once, you make the better product, but this other company does more for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with them. Which is insane. Holy fuck. Um, and lastly, Gabby Avina. She, Ooh, she was interesting. She was the former Esher spokesperson. Uh-huh. She was a nurse. She she helped, you know, in the doctor's office when other women were getting it. And she yeah, dur- thought, during the during during the clinical trials. Yeah, she thought, man, I want to do this too. Yeah, um, and she used to. I mean, tell people she said it took longer to get your nails done than it does to get <sighs> sterilized. Um, so they said, Hey, why don't you be our spokesperson? She was on flyers. She even had a website, Ask Gabby. And then she herself 
started having some issues and she saw all these other women and the things that they were going through and finally was like, holy crap. But it, t- it took her about a decade to yeah. get there, though. Which I get. I get. Because, oh, no, absolutely. You know, you're still being sold by the company like, oh, those are few and far between. You know, I'm sure yeah. they spun all kinds of stories to her. Oh, sure. Because they need her as the, well, you know. And how many doctors told her, you know, it's sometimes you just get an autoimmune response to it and you're fine. Yeah. You're it, fine. Yeah. Um, and, and now she, you know, she feels a lot of guilt and all that stuff because she had pushed so many women to do it, you know, that she truly wholeheartedly believed in this product and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, you know, I get that from, you know, home-based businesses. You, you get, it's like you get the brainwash, you go to the thing and everybody's like, you can't be us. You're going to be a millionaire and you're going to be, you know, and you're cults, like, cults, 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 yes, cults, cults, yes, cults, cults, yes. cults, cults, cults. Buy my crap. Yeah. You know, so I, I get it. Yeah. And she came around. She did. She did. Um, let's see. The next, well, and they were talking about, there was a lot of women talking about during the clinical trials where they're giving their answers to the nurses on how they're feeling and they're literally changing their answers. They're saying, no, I don't feel good. And they're like, yes, it's great. I hate this product. Yes, I love it. Like, But are you pregnant? Yeah. Then it worked, didn't it? Then you it? love it. It's doing exactly what you want it mm-hmm. to do. But I've got abdominal pain. But do you know it's from this? Yeah. Ah. Ugh. 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 Do we want to just totally finish out Esher? Let's finish out Esher because there, it's, there's a big up and down in it, yeah. man. So... You know, all the all these women, you know, sharing their stories. Um, they're pushing it through the news. Like I said, it, um, these women are global. And um, Bear pulled out. Bear is the company that owns Esure. Um, they ended up pulling out in the EU because women were like, "F you, we're not even gonna do this no more." Oh no, not even that. No, the uh, whatever the European Union's equivalent of their the FDA, FDA was like, "Hey, we would like to see some more trials and some more testing yeah. on this." And Bear's like, "Ooh, JK, we'll just pull this. It's yeah, easier. Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're still selling in America, except." <laughs> There's a lovely little uh, addendum mm-hmm. in the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, by after the time this documentary premiered, Bear pulled Esher off off the shelves in America. Yeah. Thank goodness. Is that what you looked up? No. Oh no oh. no no, baby. I got okay. receipts. I got I got congressional I got receipts. receipts. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, because I'm very upset with our Indiana politicians, and we'll 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 get to that. At, we'll talk about Congress after. Okay. Uh, we cover. The the oh the Da Vinci and the Cobalt and Got and all that. Uh, well, I say next up would be uh, Doctor Stephen Tower. What a good dude. Um, he needed a hip replacement. Um, very we, active, uh, like pro crazy bike rider. Like he he found himself struggling during a one hundred mile bike race. Dude. <laughs> I'm struggling during a, a one mile bike race. Um, so, you know, he was in the the field of hip replacement. He's literally an orthopedic surgeon in Alaska. So yeah. the dude knows what the heck he's talking about. Yeah. Um, he had started looking into uh, metal on metal hip replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, and in particular... Uh, of the cobalt of like uh, what is it chrome cobalt or something yeah. like that um and you know the research that he saw suggested that it was better for more active users that it had a you know quicker heal time and it that it, w- it was probably the best uh the best for him for mm-hmm. what he needed mm-hmm. cut to several months later um he's fucking trashing a hotel room uh, writing in Sharpie on the walls, writing on soap in the hotel room. Um, his yeah. wife has to come get him from this, this hotel room where he was at this conference. And he is just melting. His brain is melting. Yeah. Uh, while still realizing... That he's that melting! he's lost it. Now, okay. <sighs> Can you put, imagine how scary that probably was? Put your was? tinfoil hat on for just a second. You ready? Tinfoil hat? Ready? ready. Do you remember Patient 17? Mm-hmm. Okay, we talked about that alien abduction documentary, Patient 17, where people had little 
metal devices Mm -hmm. in their skin and were having neurological problems, physical problems. Holy fucking shit. So we already know that this is no joke. Yeah. And now this guy, this orthopedic surgeon, goes back in for his second hip replacement only to find out that his hip sockets are fucking jelly. Because the the cobalt has literally melted the tissue around his hip. It was gross, too. Oh, God, yeah. Super gross. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Um, So, he gets it replaced with not cobalt. And he gets better. Almost instantly. Like, what do you say? Within six months? Yeah. He was almost back up to full cognitive abilities. So, now he's starting to think, well, what about my other patients? Are my other patients experiencing this cobalt poisoning too? What about all these people who have hip replacements and then suddenly get diagnosed with Parkinson's, with Alzheimer's, with dementia? Dude, how effing crazy is that? He's like, he's like, these patients are just being relegated to the dustbin mm-hmm. of incurable diseases when it could be an easy fix. And he's like, why the fuck am I researching this? I'm not supposed to be the one researching this. The FDA should be the one researching this. You have a hard breastbone. Oh, wow. It is really... That picked up. Yeah. Uh, I Celine beyond that. I'm so sorry. Uh, he even had some of his patients on there yeah. that were having... Being dementia. diagnosed with dementia. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's. And they're getting better once they're better. they have their hip replaced. Re-replaced. Re-replaced. Holy crap. Right? How scary is that? God. I, I almost feel like that's scarier than the E-shirt, and the E-shirt's really, really messed up. Each one of these things terrified me. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about the Da Vinci. That, no, that really... Okay. I'm terrified by all of these devices. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, by the end of the documentary... Um, Dr. Steven is, Dr. yeah, Dr. Steven Tower, he's like, you know what? We're seeing these results thanks to um, neurological imaging. Let's expand this study. Let's let's do this research. Let's, you know, we need to continue to study this. This can't just get lost. Yeah. 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 Oh, and uh, BCW cobalt um, hip replacements are still being done. Yay! Um... Okay, do you want to talk about Mesh yes. or Da Vinci? Mesh. Mesh. Okay. I almost threw up. A lot. Um, okay, so uh, Tammy Jackson, she's from Kentucky. She was a pediatrics nurse. After the birth of her child, she started having a uh, you know, little, pee le- little, little pee leakage. Yeah. Again, we literally all have it. Like, yeah. there, If you ever meet me in person, there's probably a 95% chance that I've peed a little bit that day. <laughs> So just yes. think about that if you ever get to meet me in person. And every woman who's had a kid, you know exactly what I'm talking no, about. She's lying. lying. No, because there are two women after childbirth. They're the ones that pee when they laugh, and the fucking liars that don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was harsh. Women, we are all in this together. Okay, okay. can we not judge each other? Like it's just pee. It happens. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Johnson and Johnson bought up and sold hernia mesh. Yeah. For pelvic floor lifting. Bas- Keep in mind, the same people who sell you baby wash for your tiny newborn baby. Yes. Okay. These then. people. Um, they bought up this idea of hernia mesh being used to, again, kind of wrap up the bladder and affix it up into the uterus and, and like, up, up by the uterus and the fallopian tubes. Just kind of, like, lift it up just a little bit so there's not as much pressure so that you don't pee when you laugh. Right. Okay. Now, tissue paper, I'm sorry, mesh paper is inherently, again, supposed to cause scar tissue. The organ is supposed to grow into the mesh. Now, what happens is the mesh scars onto the organ and becomes a solid fixed object. Like concrete. Like, Like concrete, like rebarb into concrete. Your bladder, your uterus, your vagina, it's not supposed to be solid in one spot. This is supposed to be a very fluid area. There's supposed to be a lot of room for movement. You know, again, there's a reason that it's within our hip cavity and not up in our chest. Right. Right. Okay. Let's, we evolve that way because it works better that way. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. This mesh doesn't work. No. Not only does this mesh not work. Um, let's see. 
the CEO of Johnson and Johnson, uh-huh. I believe his name was Alex. Yeah, Alex Gorski, the CEO of Johnson and Johnson, denied knowledge of problems with Mesh during a deposition with a lawyer who is uh, in pursuit of lawsuits because of these this Mesh problems. Um, yet his vice president of medical affairs, Dr. Piet Hinnell, uh, who worked for Ethicon, the subdivision that is supposed to test all the shit that Johnson and Johnson's going to sell directly contradicted this. It was like, yeah, no, I knew this problem. We knew about all of it. Yeah, we knew it. There was nothing bad that we didn't already know before it went out on the market. Yeah, but we sold it. So we did it anyway. Yeah. Um, cut back to Tammy and her husband, Byron, haven't had sex for eight years Mm -hmm. because after she tried to get the mesh removed, which they could only get part of the mesh out. Yeah. Uh, her body continued to reject the mesh by shoving it out of her vagina and onto her husband's penis. Yeah. They literally can't have sex. No. Because every time they try... It sounds like he's going to get stabbed. Yeah, it literally cut his penis. It cut his penis. It cut his penis. Okay? All the men take a collective. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. You've earned it. Um, I cannot... I cannot stress how much... This is wrong. This is so wrong. It It is willfully selling bad products in the name of good medicine. Yeah. And if that's libel, fuck it. I don't care. And this is what pissed me off the most. Not once in this documentary did they go, that guy went to jail, that company's a bankrupt. Oh, no. Would would you like to know Johnson & Johnson's written response to um, invitation to be on this documentary? Uh, Quote, your assertion that our uh, quote, vaginal mesh and hip products have had a negative impact on patients, end quote, is untrue, end quote. They're currently being sued by 65,000 patients for right. hip replacement, uh, for, for joint replacement and, and vaginal mesh use, which that's honestly, before this documentary, the only thing I knew about vaginal mesh was the commercials that you see saying, hey, did you have this procedure and are you now really fucked up? Come join this lawsuit. Yeah. And it's more messed up because when you hear mesh, I think, oh, flexible solid. Like, I don't... It it is. It literally is a flexible solid. And when it's a hernia, Mm -hmm. and it's it's just tucking that back in, that's fine because that's not designed to move. All of this needs to move. And I'm, I'm rubbing on my lower abdomen where my uterus is. Okay, guys? Like... That's all designed. You need that to move, okay? <laughs> you can't have a solid vagina. Oh no! No 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 no. Okay. Um. All right. So we've, we've uh, covered Esher. That... We've covered yeah. replacements. We've we've covered mesh. Yeah. Uh. Do we want to move uh, into the... to the to the Da Vinci? Go ahead, girl. All right. So, um, in the late '80s, early '90s. A robot surgeon was invented by the Intuitive Surgical Systems. Um, it's literally a multi-armed robot that is controlled by a surgeon, um, just sitting off to the side with like I'm I can almost guarantee you they probably had it on Grey's Anatomy, but it's like uh, yeah. it's like these it's like a little video game that the doctor plays with to uh, perform hysterectomies or other internal surgeries. Yeah, most common being hysterectomy, we meet a slew of women uh, who had hysterectomies. Um, Their OBGYNs were like, well, you know, I'm going to recommend you to this surgeon. This surgeon's like, well, the only surgeries I perform are with the Da Vinci. I'm a robot doctor. You're going to love it. Okay, it's great. Super easy. Um, So, yeah, little robot arms go in, cut the fallopian tubes away and the uterus away, mm-hmm. uh, sew up the, the vaginal cuff. Basically, it's like the very tippy top of the vagina before it becomes the cervix yeah. in, in the uterus. So, like, the uterus and the fallopian tubes of the ovaries, it's all cut out. It's all taken away. A little robot sews up your vaginal cuff. Yeah. It's great, right? Yeah. You know, quick so, heal time. Yeah, less invasive. Less invasive. Quick heal time. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Cut to these women going to the bathroom, walking upstairs, uh, just putting out laundry on the line, their fucking intestines fall out of their vaginas. 
Like, colon's coming out of vaginas. It is. I gotta look up the. It's a decessence. Oh, it's a bit. It's a big medical word. Vaginal cuff dehiscence occurs three to nine times more often with the Da Vinci system, according to a paper by Uccella, Getzi, and Mariana et al. Uh, from 2011. Your intestines are going to fall out of your vagina. Ew. That's not a good look. The, no. You can't wear a dress with that. Lady Gaga could. <laughs> she could. Yeah. She could pull it off. Um, yeah. Oh. So, you know, when, when they're pushing for this da vinci system they're like yeah i mean all the doctors they're gonna get trained for you know like six months you know they gotta have like you know thousands of surgeries under the belt before they'll be released guaranteed nine weeks of training yeah guaranteed they're gonna be super trained and hey we're also gonna submit this for for a pma for a pre-market approval and you know we really want to do this the right way uh, cut to FDA uh, manager saying, no, it's cool. You guys got that 510K. Go ahead. You're good. Yeah, no problem. You're fine. Um, oh, hey, all these hospitals are like, hey, I don't want to give up my surgeons for nine weeks. Is there anything no. you can do about that? Oh, yeah. They don't need training. Two days. Operate on a pig. Do a couple surgeries on a pig. You'll be fine. Two days. Cuff cool. We'll take three. Crazy. Crazy. Especially when you look at the, like, if you watch the doc... And you see the Da Vinci system, like how do you master that in two days? That's impossible. They ha- and they have a surgeon on there who perform who uses yeah. the Da Vinci robot surgeon thing. He's like, they said within ten surgeries I would feel comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you right now, it was two hundred surgeries before I felt comfortable with it. I feel sorry for those 199 other people. Right. What? What? Oh. Um. Oh, let's throw in CT scans real quick, since I know you've got a little personal experience with that. Yeah. Um. So. CT scans—they're great for imaging, but the radiation they use will give you cancer. Yep. Uh, I can tell you that I had one doctor say you've had too many. Mm-hmm. You need to not have any more. Another doctor go what? No, you're fine. Mm. So, That's since distressing. this documentary, I am now convinced that I have cancer in my body. Okay, well, let's not get that far just yet. I'd say do a CT scan to find out, but it's <laughs> not going to work. Um, Ironically enough, that is what they're going to use to find out if oh I God. have it or not. That's not good. Um, oh, mind you, I'm going in for surgery in a week. Oh, God. Cool, 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 cool. Live x-ray. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, there were scientists at the FDA who brought up the concern of cancer to their higher ups. Yeah. They were like, hey, we just want to put a sign. Yeah. Can we just put like a label? Like, you know, too many of these is bad. Yeah. The FDA was like, mm, no. Plus, we're going to put so- spying software on your computers and oh, yeah, you're all fired. Yeah. What, what? the crap? Can I tell you another quick story? Please. I was pregnant. Twice. I, yeah. Technically, yeah. I had a situation. They were like, we need to do a CT. You need to sign a waiver. And that, like, the waiver was like, this could fuck your baby up. But they were like, and I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Risk my unborn child or... They were like, well, if you don't have it, we can't see what's going on with you. And if you, you know, if you do have it, you run the risk of that. So basically I was put in a situation where either we don't know if you're about to die or you might give your kid cancer. How do you like that? I don't. (laughs) I don't like that at all. So I had to sign a waiver in order to get that done that they were releasing themselves from turning my baby's brain into mush oh my god oh yeah i had fun times being pregnant oh people are like why don't you have more and i'm like no (laughs) if you knew (laughs) no 
No, thank you. No. Plus, they're crazy. Yeah, well, yes, there is that. Ay, 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 ay. So, um, Sh- currently, there has been 300 million in lawsuits over the 10 years over the mesh. Yes. Um, Johnson and Johnson's total revenue during that time was six hundred and eighty-three billion dollars. Yeah. Fucking pocket change for ruining these people's lives. Forever. For, literally forever. Um, can I'm we talk about lobbying? Sweaty. It's very hot in here. Get it, girl. Um, let's talk about lobbying because this is where I'm going to bring some receipts out. I love talking about politics and government stuff. <laughs> Please. I know for a fact that's not true. <laughs> okay, so there is a corporation called AdvaMed. They're a lobbying uh, company. Their job is to go talk to medical companies and go talk to politicians. And what they do is uh basically what they what they want is they want to make it easier for medical companies to make money to make these okay they're going to call it innovating mm-hmm. so that they can uh put patients first i don't i don't know if you can hear the heavy air quotes yeah. over these things yeah. um scott Whitaker is the ceo of advamed he said um, he wants new medical innovation. Uh, oh, new medical innovation uh, gets to patients, help save lives, improve the human condition, eliminate suffering, and make this world a better place. Um, I'm just going to show you some of the statements that our politicians, uh, Senators uh, Todd Young and uh, Joe Donnelly, and our Representative Jim Banks put out in regards to this medical device uh, tax act uh-huh. that they've just pushed through which cuts excise tax on medical device corporations oh. so that they pay less taxes um well we gotta help the little man you know oh todd young says uh, uh every day this tax remains we continue to slow medical advancements and hinder patient care job creation and investments patients depend on cutting edge life-saving technologies in order to live longer healthier lives uh, Jim Banks says, with this vote, we are one step closer to repealing this tax once for all. Um, the medical device tax has cost thousands of American jobs, stifled innovation, and slowed economic growth. Um, and even Donnelly, Donnelly wasn't as weird on it. He uh, said, long pushed uh, for the repeal, it would benefit the hardworking Hoosiers who make these innovative products, as well as the patients who use them to improve their quality of life. It's literally the fucking shit that the lobbyists say. It's literally the same goddamn thing because they all get the fucking money from these lobbying corporations who tell them, no, 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 no. It's, we don't, okay, look, if you take some of this pressure off of us, if you take these taxes away from us, we can be better, make money. We could be better for patients, make money. We could be better and make this world a better place and make a shit ton of money. I'm so fucking over all of this shit. I'm sorry that I'm yelling. Take a breath. Take a breath. Remember your chi. Calm. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. Meditation is our friend. Where's your crystal? You don't I have took it off because it was loud. Take a. You don't have any wine left. Uh, check your phone. Make sure you didn't break it when you threw it to the ground violently. Oh, hey, did you know that our new FDA commissioner uh, was formerly um, in one of the medical device corporations? No. Uh, yeah, Gottlieb, Scott, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, he's current federal uh, Food and Drug Administration commissioner. Um, his company, New Enterprise Associates, uh, funded the development of the Esher. Um, and he's now our FDA commissioner. But he's a real cool dude because he decided that he would recuse himself from any decision making that involves previous corporations that he was involved with for his first two years. Wow, what a great guy. He sure is swell. And mind you, all the other people who work for the FDA eventually leave the FDA or come from other corporations in the medical field and then work for the FDA or they work for the FDA and then they go work for these companies. Maybe they have figured out all the 
little loopholes. They've shaken all the hands, grabbed all the butts, passed all the bucks. Literally. Yeah. Every FDA commissioner for the past, I think it was about 20 years, we'll round down and say 15 because I'm not entirely sure, has worked in the medical device industry. Yeah, I just took a real big drink on that. You sure as shit did, and I appreciated it. Um... God, yeah. Life is shit. Yeah. The world is shit. And Our here, country's shit. And here's the Fuck messed all this up part. shit. Hey, how are you supposed to know which one's a good one? Well, I'll tell you. Oh, did you write down their, their advice? <clears throat> Atta girl. Safety precautions. Research any device. New does not equal better. Nope. Get a second opinion for risky operations hey, or procedures. Maybe even a third, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, ask a surgeon how many times they have performed said surgery. Then decide if you believe them. Uh, have family or friends be your advocate while you're in the hospital. And, most importantly, if you want to see if your doctor is paid by a medical device company... Go to, are you ready? Seriously, write this fucking shit down. Openpaymentsdata.cms.gov. Yes. That's um, openpaymentsdata. Data. <laughs> we will put that in the show notes. Yeah. Openpaymentsdata.cms.gov. I went to the website. I looked up my my GP. I looked up my kid's pediatrician. And I looked up our dentist. My GP makes a little bit more money than I'm comfortable with. But my dentist is cool and my kid's pediatrician is cool. Ooh. Look up your physicians. Seriously. Because yeah. it lists it lists the money that they get that's not associated with research. It'll list general money that they make. It'll make it, Fun. It, it lists um uh anything uh with research projects that they're in charge of and it, it has a it breaks all the money down that they receive. I can't recall all my doctors. That's fine. That's a lot. I, well, I, I mean, I technically don't have an OBGYN because I just, I go to this one clinic and it's just whoever's got open scheduling. I don't go to a OB. My doctor is a DO. She does everything. Sure. She delivered my kids, everything. I don't go to OB because I had a bad experience at the local sure. big name sure, OB sure, sure. in yeah, town. I think I know the one you're talking about. I think it's the one I go to. Um, it's one all women go to because it's mm-hmm. the one. It's a it's a healthy advantage. It is, <laughs> um, and that doctor is lucky. He has all his teeth. Shit. Okay. Yeah, because somebody I am very close with was going to remove them. Oh. With his fist. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he may or may not smell of. Uh, He's so fine. Hey, guys. World's fucking shit. Mm-hmm. But. Do you know what's not shit? Riding on a motorcycle? Uh, that can go badly very quickly. We'll talk about that afterwards. Um, Do you know what's not shit? Is we are almost. Almost. To 50 mother trucking episodes. How the hell did we do that? We have been doing this for a year. Yeah. A year. A year. Whee! Uh, some days, I'm like, how long has it been? But overall, I loved it. So, we thought, let's not do a, a regular old episode. Hell no, let's go big. Um, so, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Um, we want to know, what's your favorite moments... From any past episodes, um, if you have questions for us, like anything fun that you want to chit chat, you want to know, you want us to talk about on our 50th episode. Do you want opinions from uh, from Emily about Star Wars? Because I'll give them to you. <laughs> we don't have that much time. That's fair. Um, what was your favorite documentary that we covered? What's, you know, yeah. what, hell, tell us your least favorite. Let's just talk. Let's yeah. talk about the past year, man. How's tell, your year been? Tell us all the things. Tell us everything. Um, we're going to have, you know, a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, things are happening, man! 
It's going to be cool. Oh, hey. Speaking of cool things, um, I had a merch request. <gasps> you did? I did. So, got you it. and I need to sit down got and it. try to find somebody again. Oh, nope. Nope. You got it? We'll get it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. It's coming. It's coming. Okay. Um, and, 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 yeah, if you want merch, let us know. Tell us. Let us know. Um, follow us on the things. Ugh, social media is stupid, but or yeah, do don't. It. I mean, just say something like, you know, you hey, can just, say, just hey. follow us. You can say, hey. You can slide into our DMs. That's fine. Ooh. Hey, what's up? That sounded dirty. That's supposed to sound dirty. Um, <laughs> so please, you could either email us your comments, requests, questions, all those things. Um, or you can, well, we're going to create a post on all the socials. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could leave your comment, question, whatever on the socials. You can um, even send us audio clips of you talking to us and we'll yeah. put it in there. Ooh, you know how to do that? I can Google it. <laughs> so many ideas just happened just then. Okay. All right. So. Hey. Do all that things. Yeah. Uh, we love you long time. We love you so much. Especially you. No, no, no. Not you. You. You know who you are. The bull. The, whoa. Whoa. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> all right. Let's get out of here. Okay, bye. All right, bye.